Hi, Tim Blanchett here with Divorce661.com, and what we're going to do in this video is try to tackle the issue of spousal support and how that's determined when going through a divorce in California. And I'm going to explain the rules per the guidelines here through the California Court's self-help guide, and I'm going to go over it, and then I'm going to explain it in plain English. Then I'm going to explain how it applies if you're going to court and then I'm going to explain how it would work if you're going through an amicable divorce like our clients who would need to make these decisions outside of court because many times our clients uh, are trying to figure out how much should support be and how long should it be paid. And when you're going through an amicable divorce, the court is not going to make that decision for you. You are. So what I provide my clients is something like this where I will give them the framework of how the court would address it so they can make informed decisions and decide how much and how long of support should be paid for. As far as the amounts, uh, just to tackle that quickly, we can run distro masters and calculators to give you an idea what the court might suggest for an amount for spouse support, but that doesn't take into all considerations as far as maybe a spouse is pay- taking on more debts in the divorce and that sort of thing. So we always tell our clients, just try and Look at the numbers, look at your expenses, see what's a, what you guys can each afford to make things go right for both parties moving forward for the actual amount of spouse support. Now, as for the duration, if you look at the uh, California Court Self-Help Guide here, it's very specific as to what you're going to look at as far as time frames. Um, and the, we'll just kind of read over this and then I'll, I'll explain it in plain English. So it says, when and how is spousal support ordered? says many marriages and domestic partnerships and without either spouse paying this type of support. Now, that's true. Spouse support is not necessarily mandatory uh, in California. There is an entitlement per se, uh, but it's not mandatory like child support is. You know, I'd say at least half our clients do not have a spousal support order involved in their divorce. And that's either because they don't want one, even though when we run the calculation, it says there could be an amount to be paid. Um, clients just don't want it for one reason or another, and that's totally fine. It can be waived. Now, long-term support is more common. We're we're talking about two different things here. There's long-term support, and then there's what's called half the length of the marriage. So when the length of marriage is less than 10 years, the general rule is that spouse support would be paid for half the length of the marriage. Now, keep in mind, we're talking about, and I'll scroll down here, we're talking about what the court may order, as opposed to what you guys can agree to. Again, I'm giving this to you as a framework so you guys can understand, here's how it might be applied if you went to court so you can make these decisions outside of court and find a a reasonable amount of support and time frame for support. So how much, how long will it last? So what this is talking about is long-term versus short-term. It says the longer you were married, the longer support can last. And again, this is if you're going to court But again, for the framework for you guys to make the decision, just keep this in mind. So it says, the judge starts with some basic assumptions. Again, we're talking about judges, not you guys going through an amicable divorce, assuming that's the case. For marriages less than 10 years, support will last half the length of the marriage. Pretty clear cut. Now, we have clients that have been married 20, 25, 30 years, and they still will either apply that rule rule of half the length of the marriage, which is fine, because they're saying, well, it's for half the length of the marriage if it's under 10, but you know, we want to apply that same rule and that's reasonable and you can do that. You can also do one year, five years, 10 years, even if you're married for 30. The sky's the limit as far as what you guys decide to do uh, for support when you're going through an amicable divorce. Now, what it says here is for marriages more than 10 years, there's no assumption about what's reasonable. 
there's a lot of talk about long-term marriages, anything over 10 years. And if you Google 10-year rule, and I, I have another website I want to show you, but the 10-year rule, people think that means lifetime support. It does not. What the, uh, and I'll show you, I'll show you the reference on that. But when you're married longer than 10 years, what they're referring to is that the court's jurisdiction over the issue of spouse support can remain indefinitely, not the uh, not that you have to pay support indefinitely. What that means is, let's say you're married, and I have some uh, examples I'll show you. Let's say you're married 20 years and you guys agree or the judge orders spouse support to be paid for 10 years, for instance, or 12 years. And then that duration of time la- you know, passes and the spouse support terminates, but then there was the uh, person receiving spouse support still feels they need uh, support because they have not become self-supporting, they can petition the court for additional length of time for spouse support or a different amount because they still have the jurisdiction, the ability to add or change or modify uh, spouse support. So I want to just continue down the path here. There are points when support will end. So this talks about if you're a green uh, to a date. So if, like in our cases, if we say spell support will be paid for five years at X amount, it'll say spell support starts on this date and terminates on this date. You just follow the court order. And when that time comes, you just stop paying your support. And there's talking about here when the court order that ends it, uh, obviously the supported spouse remarries, that's automatic uh, spell support termination. And if either spouse dies, obviously. So the factors that you can consider, so you may say, okay, we've been married for X amount of time. We do want there to be spouse support. How can we figure out what might be reasonable? There's some factors that the court would look at. Now, again, we're talking about if you go through an amicable divorce, but if you're going to go to court, the judge for long-term support would look at several factors. They're not going to just run a calculation, a disomaster, it's what it's called, report. Uh, They may do it just as a guide, just to kind of see what the calculation is. But they are looking at the factors. They're going to look at earnings of the parties. They're going to look at the needs of the party to be receiving spouse support. And they're also going to look at these other conditions. And you can always Google this. Family Code uh, 4320 factors is what they're referred to. Uh, but the court's looking at this. How long were you married? Your age and health. Can you, can you get a job? Can you work? Your incomes. How far apart are they? What are you capable of earning? Um, if you haven't worked for a while, for instance, what if you were to go back into the workforce, what would you be able to earn? Your standard of living while married. This is an interesting one because I always tell my clients, if you have one set of income, whether you're both working or not, and one set of expenses, you know, one mortgage, one rent, you know, your vehicles and, and cost of living for uh, living together, the standard of living is always going to decrease for both parties when you separate and you have the same incomes from both parties or just one party, and now you have two sets of household expenses. How much property or debt you each have? Okay, like I was saying earlier, if one spouse takes on more debt, maybe you want to reduce the amount of spouse support to be paid to uh, take care of that and even that out. Whether one of you have helped the other to get an education, training, career, or professional license. What that's referring to is if one spouse is taking care of the kids uh, 100% of the time and they did not work for the sole purpose of the other spouse going to school and working and being able to promote and and be more gainfully employed and and earn more income, then that would uh, obviously be considered a factor in how long support should be paid. Um, History of abuse, we won't go through all these, but you can see what they're looking at, not just the spouse support calculator, but they're looking at more at 
overall, what was the relationship like, the marriage like, for purposes of coming up with a real uh, good duration that would work and be appropriate for both parties? So I want to just kind of give you some examples, and there's some good ones here. And it's basically going to show you that in certain certain circumstances, when it's less than 10 years, you can go with half the length of the marriage. If it's over 10 years, you can still use half the length of the marriage. If it's a, a long-term marriage, you guys can have spouse support paid for an indefinite period of time. It's really your call as far as what you guys want to do long-term uh, as far as divorce payments go. But it'll be completely up to you when you do it out of court, like using a service like ours. So I want you to use this framework, and I'll be sharing this video with our clients. So if they're trying to reach an agreement, yes, we will run a spouse support calculation for you if you just want to have a, a number to start at, to say, hey, based on our incomes and just the very basics, here's our incomes and here's our tax filing status, what does the calculation say? It says $2,000 a month or whatever the case might be. Some people will use that as a starting point and say, okay, based on that number, uh, what what's going to work for us? Do we want to go higher? Do we want to go lower? And then they're going to talk about the duration of time. Are we going to go half the length of the marriage? Are we going to have no support? Keep in mind, like I said earlier, it is not mandatory, the spouse support in the state of California. So I hope that helps in setting the framework for what you guys want to do for spouse support, especially my clients going through an amicable divorce. The judge is not going to decide what amount or for how long. When we submit a settlement agreement to the court, it will include the spousal support amount and duration. And that is completely up for you guys to decide what you want to do. Tim Blanchip, Divorce661.com. I hope you're having a great talk to you soon.